show Supernatural. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and with me, as always, is his wife, Penny. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good. New season. Yay, us. New season. <laughs> Much excitement. Um, so, at the end of last season, uh, Sam was in hell, but then we saw Sam standing outside looking in the house. So... When Dan says looking in the house, he means Lisa's house with Dean yeah. Ben. Because um, Dean moved in to try and have a regular life. So I just want to say, though, I was really worried that it'd be a whole season opener of, like, like I was afraid the entire thing would be, like, the hunt for Sam, <laughs> the search for Sam. And I was like, no, I don't want them to be broke up anymore. Like, they need to be back together. So I, I was really happy to see that. Now... In the storyline, we'll get into the whole recap here in a minute, but in the storyline, though, we learn that, oh, there's been a one-year gap between this season and last season. Um, when this played on TV, was there a one-year gap, or did it just the summer break and then back new season in the fall? Mm, let's see. Do I you know? believe it was just a new season. This one aired September 24th of 2010. Um, in the season finale of season five. Yeah, it's interesting because he said that they were, the original plan was to end it at the end of season five. That would have had been 104 episodes and that would have been perfect for syndication then. Um, the final season five episode aired on May 13th of 2010 so, yeah, we have from May till September. Okay. So just a normal break then. There was nothing. Yeah. This whole idea, they, they knew at the end of five that they were coming back for six then, for sure. Yes, they did. I, like we discussed last time, that's I'm sure why they had that scene with Sam standing outside of their house. Right. Yeah, that, that must have been added in now that we've... You were just outside. <laughs> Sorry, I had, we're upstairs recording, and now Nella's downstairs... Tapping on the door with her Tapping claw. Tapping on the glass to But go she out. just went outside to pee, and so I know she doesn't have to pee. Um, and I really don't want to have to run downstairs <laughs> and wait for her to poop, but I don't want her to poop in the house either, so oh, I'm kind of torn man. as to what to do. It's Schrodinger's, uh, Schrodinger's cat, except it's a dog in poop. I guess we'll just find out if she poops or not. I guess so. As long as she doesn't poop on my bedroom floor, we'll be okay. Oh, you know, that's where she goes, where it's oh. nice and soft, not that nasty hardwood floor. Or it'd be easy to clean. Exactly. All right. So before we get into this, though, anything else? Uh, spring is here. Uh, the glacier is moving through our driveway. I don't know if you've been out there yet, but it, it was so dangerous yesterday. I was out a little bit because uh, I ran out to check the mail. Um, and it's not officially spring yet. <laughs> it's March 7th. Spring doesn't officially start till March 20th. So we've got uh, almost two weeks before spring actually does officially arrive. Well, it definitely feels spring-like anyways. Yes, it's been in the 40s and it's supposed to be um, a 60s by midweek. So that'll be nice. Now, they say March in like a lamb, out like a lion. Do you like uh, lion weather? Do you like it when it gets scary outside? Not really, no. The only thing that bugs me is the lightning. I've been... So many times. If I feel like every summer I come very close to getting hit by lightning, and I'm really sick of that part of it. 
Well, that's because you shouldn't be standing outside holding an umbrella when it's raining and, you know, thunder and lightning like you usually do. <laughs> yeah, I, that isn't the <laughs> normally the case. But, yeah, I've been out in fields and had lightning strikes happen right near us. And uh, one time when we, you and I were driving back from our parents to our apartment, uh, lightning struck in the road right between our two vehicles. I mean, it's it scares the hell out of me. I don't know why, but... I'm not looking forward to that, but I love high winds and heavy storms and rains. I think watching our backyard flood and wash away is interesting. Oh, yeah, that's always exciting. <laughs> always exciting. All right, let's get into it then. Uh, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll make sure and keep everyone abreast of the glacier in the driveway and what date it is when it finally moves out. We should get National Geographic on that glacier. <laughs> sure we should. They could add it to the count. <laughs> Okay, so we're talking about Season 6, Episode 1, and we do get a recap, and it's basically the like last five minutes of the last episode compressed down, and it's all in black and white. Uh, we see the portal opening in the ground, um, Sam falling in, grabbing onto Michael, and then um, like Dean wakes up. Is there anything in there that I missed? No, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I just put the recap was pretty much just what was covered in the season finale. Um, didn't have anything other than that. Kind of let us know where it let off. So now where we're going. We'll did talk about, you know, Sam telling Dean that he wanted him to go find Lisa and have that normal life that he possibly could. So other than that, that's about it. Yeah, so we see then Dean wake up. And now they've used this visual editing trick so much that I was a little bit confused at first. Uh, it was very colorful. It looked like a regular TV show <laughs> uh, when Dean woke up. I was half afraid that it was a dream sequence. Were you thinking the same thing? Because they always do that for dreams. They do, but no. Um, okay. Probably because I've seen it before, but I, I don't even think that crossed my mind the first time I watched it either. Yeah, well, when I watched this, I was like, oh, no, color world dream sequence how long is this gonna go on uh but so dean like w gets up hops out of bed some song starts playing over top of all this and it's a great big montage of what dean's life is like nowadays uh you know he's at home with lisa and the kid it shows uh he's making breakfast and then we uh we see flashbacks he's having flashbacks that are all in the black and white or very low contrast of the hunting life and then it kind of compares and contrasts back and forth because it shows him as a construction worker using a saw. And then there's a black and white flashback of him sawing a monster in half. That's what, yeah, when he saw the uh, vampire's head off. I don't think he was having a flashback. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just think it was. Um, it was the show comparing and contrasting. Right. He's a construction worker in his past life. He was a hunter. Well, the scene where they show him, you know, making breakfast, they show him, you know, pouring a little salt in the eggs and then cut back to a scene where he's pouring salt along a, a door frame to keep either a ghost or a demon out kind of those comparisons. And you're right then. Yeah. The construction worker using this, the saw showing him saw the head off of the vampire back and forth like that. Yeah. So it there, he's also at a friend's uh, like barbecue. So it's like, Oh wow. Dean's got real friends now too. <laughs> um, so yeah, he like grabs beers out of there, and then the flashback is like Sam grabbing beers while he was working on the car. Um, but it really does like demonstrate this whole kind of opening montage it, that now it's his perfect life that he thought he always wanted. He's got it all. 
and right. I wrote my notes. I'm like, oh, who can enjoy all of that? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that looked boring compared to what he used to do. Yeah, I'm sure it was compared to what he used to do. Yeah, because he was showing, they showed a scene where he was working on his work truck and showing Ben, and they flashed back to a scene where Dean was showing Sam how to work on the Impala, things like that. So, yeah, you know, having the barbecue with the neighbors, sharing beers with Sam, all that sort of fun stuff. Uh, then the the song ends, and then it's the new intro. We always talk about the stinger graphics at the beginning. And this one is like a, it's the whole thing is a pane of glass and then it shatters into a bunch of pieces and then slowly goes away with a loud shattery noise. (laughs) Um, And generally it'll be interesting to see what that means because kind of these intros, they reflect what the, what the season is going to be about. The uh, last one had the fluttering wings um, of like angels and so this one with glass shattering you know i don't know do women make you know the same amount as men for the same work then did they shatter the glass ceiling so what this is about i don't know <laughs> i do know they eric, uh, eric kripke stepped back because he only planned on five seasons and sarah gamble took oh over. there we go that's what <laughs> so it that's, is that's possible but no i think you'll you'll see it has to do with something else and the last season wasn't the flutter in her wings. That was season four when we first got introduced to Castiel. Last what, season kind of had seasons? that red blood kind of. Oh yeah, it was the blood swooshy thing. More apocalypsy sort of stuff because that was what yeah that season was about. Yep, you're right. I was a season off there. He was corn fused. Um, so I guess we'll see what you know glass breaks if someone gets bad seven years bad luck or what happens. Um. We see Dean is uh, like, it looks like it's after work drinking beers with a coworker, it looks like. Um, this is then you hear the coworker says, like, you know, I've been feeding you beers for a year. You never talk about where you came from. And then I was like, oh my God, a year? I thought maybe he was gone for like, I don't know, two, three months. Or I thought that that's all the longer the gap would have been, would just be summer. But yeah, it was a whole year. Yeah, he had really made a life with him, so, you know, with uh, Lisa and Ben. So, yeah, his, his, uh, well, we find out later it's not a coworker, it's his neighbor. But, yeah, he's like, you know, I don't know anything about you. And Dean doesn't really, of course, want to go into too much detail. I think at this point, he's. Oh, tells, is this Sid? Yeah, this is Sid. Okay, yeah, there's Sid, his neighbor, that comes in a lot here. But at this point, Dean's like, well, I used to be, you know, I used to take these crap jobs that no one wanted, I used to be an exterminator. Um, I had a partner. <laughs> You'll never believe what lives in people's walls. Those can, things could kill you. That sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to bring that out. The fact that he's like, you'd be shocked at what what's in people's walls. It can it can really eat you alive. And I'm like, oh, that's such a great callback because I think it's so silly that this show has so many monsters in the walls of buildings. <laughs> and the fact that he called that out, I, I it tickled me. <clears throat> yeah, it does. You, you're right. It does kind of have, I mean those false walls or whatever wall between what's in the room and then wall to the outside the building where a person could actually walk through that area. You're right. I do not know of any building (laughs) built like that. Uh, I don't know a lot of old, you know, large apartment buildings. So maybe that's, no, brownstones do not have yeah, hallways. Yeah, so, but you're right. It, it is very abundant in the supernatural universe. Uh, waitress swings by and uh, leaves her number at the bottom of the receipt. 
Which is always cute when a waitress does that. <laughs> you ever had that happen to you, Penny? Oh, all the time. Yeah, me too. Uh, leaving a bar, the bar, uh, Dean hears a scream. He goes off to investigate. Uh, he's in this building that kind of looks like it's being half renovated or remodeled. It's There's construction happening in here. Uh, Dean's looking around at the flashlight. He sees some scratches on the wall and then some bloody handprints. Uh, next thing you know, Dean is at home uh, on the computer investigating, which I was like, oh, look at that. Dean learned how to use the internet without <laughs> Sam around. That's nice. Um, and I think he was also on the phone with the police because he kept yes. saying, you know, you're sure there weren't any missing people reported recently or, you know, anything like that. Yeah, he was definitely on the phone with the cops, like asking if there was anything going down in that area that he was in. Uh, Lisa comes in and asks who is on the phone. Dean lies, covers up, said it was Sid, and uh, that they were setting up a poker game. Lisa knows it's bullcrap, though, because it's 1130 at night. And she calls him out on it. Next day, we see Dean is kind of on a stakeout in his neighborhood. He's just sitting in his car. Um looking around at things and he sees the same scratch in the door on a telephone pole he goes walking through a neighbor's backyard he finds scratches on clothing that's hanging on the the line there's some scratches on a like a shed door a garage door pulls out his gun kicks the door in and there's a little yorkie dog inside <laughs> there which is funny because in that episode of yellow fever when he was, when we, he thought he was being yep. chased by this big, horrible dog, it was just a little Yorkie. Yep, that is his uh, dog nemesis, isn't it? The Yorkie. <laughs> um, the neighbor then, Sid, catches him and he's like, what the hell, is that a gun? And Dean's like, oh, yeah, I thought I saw a possum come in here. You know, rabies, gotta get it. Uh, Dean bends down to investigate and he actually finds sulfur and he takes off and heads home. Uh, he's out in his garage digging through an old toolbox. Lisa comes in and asks what he's doing. Well, actually what he was doing was he was getting weapons out of the trunk of the Impala because he had the Impala in the garage. Oh, I thought he was digging through a toolbox looking for something. No, but okay. when he, he must have heard Lisa coming because he had, by then, yes, he had the, um, the Impala covered back up and then was digging through his toolbox to make it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, then Lisa comes in and is like, oh, I just got off the phone with Sid. Did you just try to kill so-and-so's dog? <laughs> and he covers up again poorly and uh, finally gets Lisa to bug off. Uh, Dean finds a box of his hunting stuff, opens it up. It looks like John's journal's in there, some other junk. Uh, the light above him starts to flicker. Of course, that always means demon attack is imminent. Uh, Dean grabs his gun, hears noises, he's poking around, and Azazel, yellow eyes, pops up behind him. Um, he claims that uh, since the apocalypse happened, it shook him free from hell or something? Yeah, that was uh, that's but what he told him. I thought he was dead, though. I didn't think he was, like, anywhere. So I was like, We oh, okay. will find out why that is true. Uh Dean tries to shoot him with the gun that he has, but it doesn't hurt him whatsoever. Uh, they get into a fight, and it looks like he's going to get strangled out. But then Sam comes up behind and sticks a syringe. Did he stick the syringe in Azazel or in Dean? In Dean. Okay. 
I, it looked like he stuck the syringe in his azel and gave him a knockout drug. So I was like, wait, what's going on? But this makes sense that he stuck syringe in Dean then. Because Dean wakes up and Sam is there. Uh, alive and well, seemingly. Uh, he says that Dean's been poisoned um, by a djinn and nothing he's has seen is real. And uh, But Sam's like, don't worry, I'm actually real though. And... He quickly does a bunch of like tests to prove to Dean that probably because he didn't want to get shot <laughs> or something. Yes. Because Sam, Sam's not supposed to be there. No, Sam's supposed to be in the cage with Lucifer and Michael. <clears throat> so, yeah, Sam does a standard. He um, does a silver knife, doesn't get burned by silver, puts salt in holy water, drinks that, no effect. So just to prove yeah it's sam not not some demon not some revenant not some whatever shapeshifter or anything like that yeah uh sam explains that he doesn't know how he came back he's just like i don't know i'm here uh he also said uh he also kind of let it slip that he got out a couple of weeks after he went in and the fact is is now it's a year later and dean gets a little uh grumpy about that well actually what sam said that he says he remembers going down in the pit and then waking up in the field where they had that, where all that stuff went down at that stall cemetery. And Dean made a comment about, well, did you look for what pulled you out? He's like, yeah, I looked for weeks. And that's when he goes, you looked for weeks? How long have you been out? Yeah, I've been out pretty much the whole time. <laughs> Is that the same cemetery where Dean got out of hell? No, Dean did not get out of hell in a cemetery. Oh, uh, yeah. Where did Dean climb out of? That was in Illinois. Okay. Oh, yeah, because it was, like, right next to the gas station <laughs> or something weird. Right. That's where Castiel pulled him out. Right, right, right. Okay. I just, I was just confirming, reminding myself it wasn't the same spot because I was like, wait, <laughs> that cemetery should just get an escalator in there because <laughs> there's a lot of people going back and forth. Okay. Um so uh, Sam says that, yeah, he's been hunting with some friends, and uh, they're really good friends. They're almost like family. And he opens up the door and introduces, by the way, Sam is in, like, the dirtiest, dumpiest, worst house ever. It just looks like a haunted house. I'm like, can't you people at least clean up? <laughs> it's ridiculous, the filth that they're living in. No time for that, my love. It's beyond shabby chic. It's just... Way beyond. It's a dump. Uh, so, yeah, he introduces to... Uh, pretty much a group of weirdos and they're all third cousins of their moms well they're not a bunch of weirdos yeah they're they're family they're camels it's uh they all look like a bunch of weirdos though well, they're hunters they they were they've much like mary they grew up in their life much like the boys they grew up in their life so i would say that they're not going to be 100 percent normal and speaking of not normal samuel the grandpa shows up good old uh skinner from x-files Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a conversation. They figure whatever pulled Sam up from hell pulled Samuel down because I guess he was in heaven after he died of being... Um, Azazel must have killed him when he um, um, possessed him. When Azazel possessed him, he had... Yes, he had Samuel stab himself. So then, then he made that deal with Mary, and when he smoked out, Samuel was dead. Okay. 
So, yeah, all of a sudden Samuel's back from the dead. Sam's there, back from hell. Um, and they have no idea or who or anything that's the cause. They have, they have no clues to go on. Uh, just that they know that there's some gins in the area. They're the ones poisoning them. Samuel has come up with a cure for it. And at that point, Dean put, puts it together that his own family's in danger and has Sam rush him home. Yeah, when right? he realizes that, oh, they're after me, then they're going to go after Lisa and Ben. Um, Sam says, that's all right, we have someone watching them. But still, you're right, uh, Dean right away is like, nope, we got to go. And when by the time they get there, they show that whoever they had sitting outside was in his car dead. Yep, front door is open. The guy's in his car dead. Dean rushes in, can't find anyone. Dean's frantically calling on the phone. Nobody picks up. And then Lisa and Ben come in. They were at the movies. It's like, wait, you were just walking from your car. Why didn't you just pick up the phone or yell or something? You're leaving this poor guy frantic in the house. And by the way, did you notice the front door was open when you pulled up? <laughs> There's a lot of questions here. There are a lot of questions. You're right. Uh, then... Dean's like, all right, pack your bags. We got to get someplace safe. And that's cool that, like, Lisa seems to just trust him on this stuff. It didn't turn into a big, oh, what are we running from? Well, she knows he's a hunter. And she even mentioned earlier, are you hunting something? He's like, well, I thought I was, but now I might not be. That's when right. he said, why don't you take Ben to the movies just to be safe? I'll kind of check things out. That's when he gets attacked. Right. That's in my notes when I put, uh, finally got Lisa to stop bugging him. <laughs> that, that is the details. He sent her to the movies. I missed that detail in my notes. Oh, well. Future generations will just have to read this. I mean, listen to this instead of reading it. Uh, so they pack bags. They head to Bobby's. Everyone shows up at Bobby's the next morning. Sam comes in. Um... Uh, Dean is thinking that Bobby will be shocked. Bobby was not shocked by this. And Dean figures out that Bobby has known all along that Sam was back. And nobody ever told Dean. At this point, Dean blows up and has a nice uh, screaming match with Bobby. Um, pretty much what's happened is that everyone wanted Dean to be happy in his little perfect life. And be out of the life. And not be back hunting with the family. <laughs> And Bobby. Yeah, Bobby said something about, you know, you're the happiest any hunter has been. You got out of the life. We certainly didn't want to pull you back into this. And even now, Bobby felt bad that the Jin were going after him and unfortunately had to be pulled back into it. Yeah, and Dean's whole point to this is like, uh, that wasn't your call to make, not telling me. Which... What is going on? Oh, Harley has one of her ropes. Oh, Lord. It's only going to be a moment a moment before she comes up here and starts swinging that thing around and clubbing us in the head. <laughs> no, fortunately, we're tall enough. She doesn't club us in the head, but she does club Nala and Buddy in the head. Those big, heavy ropes. Well, they last a lot longer than uh, stuffed animals. So that's I guess true. that's what's nice. Stuffed animals like last like two seconds in this house. She loves hearing ripping thread. Oh, her favorite sound. And the squeaky noise <laughs> make her dying inside of a stuffed animal, too. <laughs> She's a strange little dog. <laughs> uh, Dean then uh, goes and finds Lisa. They talk. Uh, Dean's like apologizing for all of this stuff. 
she's kind of worried that he's gonna leave her he didn't really make any mentions of that though did he no, she did. He didn't really make any mention of that, but I'm I'm sure that's you know her assumption is okay. Your brother's still alive. We've got this monster after us. It's natural for her to make the assumption that then he's just going to take off and get back into the life with Sam. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so Lisa is kind of bitter at him, um, but she does say like, "Well, it was the best year of my life, anyways." <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. She's thinking by Felicia. <laughs> Well, you know, because she said she was always looking for someone to, for Ben to look up to, and Dino was, was like a dad to Ben, and it was the best year of her life. And and I don't think she thought that even at this point that he was going to leave her, just that he was going to try and go and find what was looking for them to keep them safe. Yeah, I don't know. She's a real Debbie Downer here anyways. Uh, Dean then, I guess he's just wandered around the house and stumbles in on everyone else getting their guns ready to go kill the gin. Uh, Dean's like, Hey, I'll, uh, tell you what, they'll, they want me. So why don't I go back home and we all just like hole up at my house and wait for him. They're like, great, <laughs> good plan. The gang piles takes off and then they all pile into his house and then they all kind of subtly make fun of his lifestyle engulfing <laughs> yeah i guess he's got the golf clubs and you know he even makes a joke oh fine just call me a soccer mom makes that joke to his grandfather um yeah it's it's fine to live a nice suburban lifestyle i i would hope that that's what most people want right i would think so yes especially after the life he's had yeah. But the fact is, he's not used to anything else except for being a hunter. I mean, he started when he was so young, so... But here's the... here's, I'm, I'm frustrated with all of these jerk-offs, though, <laughs> because they make the decision to not tell him about Sam so that he could live this lifestyle and he'd be happy. But then, as soon as they're there and see it firsthand, then they start busting balls. It's like, oh, don't be dicks. Come You're on. right. They, they're, they were pretty big dicks about it. It's like you're the one that gave him this. You're just, yeah, just grinding beans. Uh, Samuel is talking to Dean and tells him that they are really busy fighting monsters nowadays and kind of uh, seems like he's going to ask for help, ask him to join in. Uh, Dean goes outside, I don't know, to think about the job offer with Grandpa. Um there's a guy outside on watch, and Dean's like, hey, you spot anything yet? And that guy's like, oh, yeah, there's three gin in the tree over there. And I was like, wait, what? There's just three dudes sitting in the tree? Like, nobody else has noticed this? Wouldn't you notice if three dudes were sitting in a tree? Yes, because I would think that would be really, really weird if I'm driving down the street in my neighborhood and I see three people up in a tree. I would be calling the police immediately if I just, just saw three weirdos in a tree. I would because think either that they're something... insane or they're going to rob someone. Exactly. Either way, it it's like not going to be good for business. They're going to leap on the top of a Brinks truck. I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, and also, too, like, wasn't that guy worried that he was going to get killed like their last buddy that was doing stakeout at the exact same place but this time it was broad daylight and what happened i think what happened to the other guy was at night i'm not really sure but well now grandpa mentioned this that none of the monsters are really following the rules anymore 
that the the werewolves are out at half moon the vampires are just strolling around in the daylight frankenstein can get up without an electric shock i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't think he said that one but you get the idea i get the idea so yeah if i was sitting out in that car and there was three chins up in the tree that could just kill me by touching me i'd be like yeah i'm gonna at least roll the windows up because <laughs> <laughs> there might be a fourth one and they might have a cell phone i mean that's true it's i don't know kind of silly who's the new showrunner sarah gamble okay strongly worded letters shall be in the mail shortly um so he goes inside and then he's like oh yeah all the gin they're just sitting outside waiting for everyone else to leave so you guys gotta leave now and then everyone's like all right bye and they all just take off and it's like well they you know D dean made the comment that they're obviously waiting for sam and i to be alone to attack and they agree with him but samuel says when they do let us know we'll be here you know to back you guys up yep uh sam and dean then they're in the kitchen talking uh dean is notices that the neighbors are just dropping like flies <laughs> in their living room because everyone's also it's night and everyone's just got their shades wide open so everyone's peeping in on each other <laughs> yeah it looks, looks like sam and dean are possible i think you like you said in the kitchen and looked across the street or just maybe just across the I thought it was just across the yard. I yeah, just across there. the yard, you're right. And it looks like maybe it was their living room, or not the living room, but the dining room. But yeah, definitely they're, they're dropping. Well, Dean rushes, grabs a couple of vials of the antidote, rushes across the yard into that house. At this point, Sam gets jumped by a gin, and they do some fighting. Uh, but I think Sam grabs a golf club or something at this point and mm -hmm. uses it as a weapon on him. Uh, over across the street, though, uh, at that fight, or where not across the street but across the yard where dean is he ends up getting poisoned again uh and the two that poison so there was two of them over with dean and the two that poisoned them that poisoned dean then show up where sam is at it's all kind of confusing well, yes uh well not really because in the meantime while sam's fighting one of the golf club he finally does get the better of him and kills him Dean gets jumped, he gets poisoned, he starts hallucinating, he thinks he sees Ben and Lisa coming home, he thinks he sees Azazel over at Ben and Lisa's house, or over at Lisa's house, um, and then he, he doesn't wake up, but he hallucinates that he's in Ben's room, and Lisa's there, and Ben's there, and Azazel's there, and Pretty soon, Azazel does the move on Lisa that he did with Mary and Jess and, you know, up on the ceiling, the Bernie fire, having Ben drink his blood, all that fun stuff. Yeah, I left all that out because I knew it was just stupid dream sequence or <laughs> stupid, you know, hallucination <laughs> sequences. Uh, Samuel, then Samuel shows up, stabs uh, one of the gins that was attacking Sam and Dean. Uh, so now there's just like the one, there's a chick gin she's like the head of the three of them i think she was the brains behind the operation um so samuel though and a buddy of his uh they like throw a big bag over her head and uh capture her and hustle her outside um because sam grabbed some antidote and ran over to dean so they kind of did it they hustled this gin chick out 
behind Sam and Dean's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Grandpa looks a little shady here. <laughs> and uh, that's the end of that um, commercial. We come back from that. Sam and Dean are chatting. Sam wants Dean uh, to get back into hunting. Dean tries to give Sam his car. Uh, Sam turns it down and says, thanks, but no thanks. I like my car better. The end. <laughs> they talk about more than that, yeah. Um, Dean said he was going back for Lisa and Ben, and the reason he wanted to stay because he's thinking, just because I'm gone doesn't mean they're not going to keep trying to get at him through Ben and Lisa, so he wants to stay there and protect them. Um, Dean does try to give him the keys to the Impala. Sam's like, nope, I got my car. I like I like the way I have my car set up. Um, they say their goodbyes, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, so hopefully next episode they get back together immediately as well. I, I don't like the episodes where they're apart. It's terrible. It's dumb. No, I agree with you. It really sucks when they're not together working together. So, yeah, hopefully the next one. Uh, what's the death count on this episode? Oh, let me see. The death count is five. We've got... Johnny Campbell, who was the one that was watching um, Ben and Lisa, Sid, his wife, and the two male Jin. Oh, should have known that the neighbor that got killed off was Sid. Damn it, Sid. You're going to be with Trevor in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how to explain to all of Lisa's neighbors that Sid and his <laughs> wife are now dead. <laughs> Mysteriously. Yeah. Yeah, this dude moves into town <laughs> a year later. The whole family next door is wiped out. I'm sure the police wouldn't be asking any questions. None whatsoever. <laughs> that is funny. Um, because they he doesn't have, like, a new identity or anything. He's still, like, underground from the law, isn't he? Dean and Sam? Yeah, they, they both are. Well... Did they get cleared by that Milwaukee guy? No, but remember they're they're technically dead because before the the that agent let them go, he said he was going to call headquarters and say that Sam and Dean were in the helicopter or one of the vehicles that got blown up. Right, right. So as far as the law knows, Sam and Dean are still officially dead. Yeah. So possibly Dean was not working under his name, or he could have been. I don't so, know. So yeah, who's who, who, whose idea is Dean using to get hired? Driver's license. I mean, he's in construction, too. He's probably licensed and bonded. You're right. I'm sure he is. I don't, I don't know Boy, about all that There's works, a but... lot of issues uh, being illegal and uh, trying to do that. Yes, there is. That's why an underground economy exists. <laughs> okay. Well, good episode. I mean, obviously, the big mystery is how'd Sam get here? How'd Samuel get here? What's going on? <laughs> and all I want to know is, where's Chuck? Where's Chuck? Because I'm pretty sure the next time we see Chuck, this is going to be explained. That's just my, uh, that's just with the road I'm going down uh, based on the ending of the last episode, which would have been the ending of the whole series. Mm-hmm. That I think gives it all away that Chuck is actually God, uh, the schlub they've been looking for, who's just hanging out on vacation on Earth. <laughs> um, that was a, that was a premise of a movie, wasn't it? Bruce Almighty. I That's think, been so long since I've seen that movie, I don't really remember. 
Like, isn't there a movie where the whole premise is God goes on vacation? Well, I don't know if he goes on vacation, but yeah, I mean, Morgan Freeman turns it over to Jim Carrey, and that's why he's Bruce Almighty. Um, but yeah, I don't remember if he's on vacation or I, but I think it was like, I thought Bruce it was, to was teach complaining him a and thought yeah. that he could do it better. And so God's like, okay. Yeah, have at it. Have at sucker. it. If you think you can do better. Very cool. All right. Well, um, we have some dinner to finish up. I'm really looking forward to dinner tonight. Me too. We're going to have beef wellington. Who makes wellies at home? Me. Yes. Pen, Penny does. M- makes the wellies. Try it, try it in your own house someday soon. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No, that pretty much covers it for this episode. Neato. Just a reminder, we have a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. Come on over and say hi. If you're old and still use Facebook, like us. But better yet, we have a website called coupleofidgets.com. Over there, you can get all of our episodes. Uh, We also put on some show notes. So if you want to see what I'm uh, (laughs) rambling from, uh, you can get that on later episodes. As well as just being able to listen to the episode right there on the webpage, which is handy if you don't know how to use a podcast app. But if you do know how to use that, of course, all the information for that is on our homepage. That's all for me. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, what's tomorrow's episode? Tomorrow's episode, season six, episode two.